Hey, y'all. Welcome back to The Ring Dish, where we dish on all things weddings. It's your besties, Mary and Angela. Today, we are continuing our conversation in regards to guest lists. But first, y'all know the drill. We can plan your wedding or assist you in planning your wedding from anywhere in the world. We've added new services to our portfolio where we can create your timeline or teach you how to become your very own wedding planner. That link will always be in the show notes for you to schedule your complimentary discovery call with us. Now let's dive in. Today we are talking about how to politely let somebody know that they're not invited to your wedding. Before we dive in, I think this is such a good topic because in the height of getting engaged and starting your guest list and searching for vendors, this might be something that you come across and something that you might not think about. So this will be good to help you prepare for those possible conversations because as soon as you announced you're engaged, everybody starts assuming. It could be someone you work out with at the gym. It could be a colleague. It could be an old friend from college that you only keep in touch over Facebook. So Angela, why don't you pick us off. Okay. I love that we're framing it this way because I think it is most important that we talk about this before it happens so that you're prepared for when it does happen because it will happen. Okay. One of the biggest things that can buy you a little bit of time if somebody confronts you in person or over the phone about whether or not they're invited to your wedding, that can be hard, right? Because they're putting you on the spot and expecting an answer immediately. For all of my people pleasers out there, give yourself extra time to come up with a response by saying that you're still putting your guest list together and you will let them know. Another thing you can practice doing because you'll do it throughout your marriage is lightly blaming your fiance. So in my case, if my husband, Bo, doesn't want to do something and he has to give somebody an answer right away, he'll say, oh, let me check with Angela. What this could look like when you're putting together your guest list and somebody says, am I invited to the wedding? You can say something to the effect of, we're still putting together our guest list. I'll let you know. Or you can say something like, I'm still waiting on Bo to give me all the names of the guests he wants to invite. It's a whole thing, but we'll be finalizing everything soon. So I'll let you know. I like that a lot. I regularly blame things on Lyle, but you know, it's not big things. It's just little white lies. Definitely. And one other thing we want to set as a premise before we go through the rest of this episode is that technically at the end of the day, it's your wedding and you don't owe anybody an explanation. At the same time, though, we want you to be best prepared with ways to answer people that are tactful, but also set clear boundaries because we know we're talking to every personality under the sun. Some of you have issues saying yes to people. Hey, that's me. But also some of us need ways to soften the edges of our words. You know who you are. So shall we? What should we say to somebody? Um, should we start with people who aren't invited at all, or people who are asking about a plus one? I think we should start with people who aren't invited at all. Perfect. Like who? So people who might not be invited at all, again, are going to be work friends and colleagues, or a distant or old friend that you only keep in touch through social media. And we're going to bring your partner in on this one again. And a good way to frame 
that conversation is as much as we care about you all and enjoy working with you or seeing your family grow on Facebook, et cetera, et cetera, our guest list is very limited. So my partner and I have both agreed not to invite work colleagues, distant college friends, people who live out of town. We're only inviting close family. You guys get where I'm going with this? Totally. Another buzzword is we're keeping things intimate. Intimate is kind of the wedding trend of the next couple of years, I think. And it's also a really good way to explain to people why they're not invited. We're keeping things intimate. We're only inviting a select number of people. And then, of course, you can always point back to budget. Now, one thing I want to point out is sometimes this doesn't actually even have to be true necessarily. Maybe your partner is inviting an old college friend or a work friend, or maybe it actually has nothing to do with budget. But these are all things that people can understand and that are not personal against them. Because in some cases, somebody's not going to be invited for very personal reasons. You don't have to tell them that. You don't need to add drama or stress to your plate, especially not while you're supposed to be enjoying the bliss of planning your wedding. I don't know if I want my mom to hear me say this, but it is okay to throw in little white lies or to withhold a little bit of the truth in a situation where you're telling somebody why they're not invited. The real reason why they're not invited might be a little bit too harsh. Yes, Angela, I totally agree with you there. Um, but Y'all don't get us wrong. We are big fans of having direct point blank conversations and we're going to circle back to that. But let's move on to plus ones. And if you have that third cousin who is asking if they're allowed to bring a plus one every other day, the easiest way to notify guests if they are allowed a plus one is through invitation addressing. So when you're addressing your invitations, the names that you put on the outer envelope and or inner envelope are the people that invitation is meant for. So if you put Miss Mary Fugandes, that will say it's just an invitation for myself. Now, if it says Miss Mary Fugandes and guest, then I will know I have a plus one. Exactly. And one of my favorite ways that people reiterate that information on the RSVP card is to say on the RSVP card specifically, we have reserved one seat in your honor. If somebody does have a plus one, we have reserved two seats in your honor. Sometimes you'll get people who RSVP themselves and another person if you're not explicit in communicating how many seats they are allowed at the wedding. Does that make sense? Yes. I love that tip so much. You make your point on the address line and then you drive it home with the RSVP card. Love it. Another way to, again, word if somebody asks you point blank, hey, why don't I have a plus one? It's I'm so sorry, but due to budget limitations or venue capacity, I'm afraid we can't justify plus ones at the moment. Now, there is always and it depends in most conversations. If this is your childhood best friend who moved away after eighth grade and y'all have kept in touch and you've spent summers together and trips and 
if they don't know anybody, that might be a conversation to say, hey, we're not allowing plus ones right now, but if our RSVPs come back and we are below this number or lower than capacity, then I would like to extend a plus one to you because you won't know anybody else at the wedding that sort of thing. Does that make sense? It does. And yeah, there's always, and it depends. Always, always. We probably could do an entire episode on just plus ones. So maybe let's table that conversation for now and talk about how to have a direct conversation with somebody who's not invited. So that was kind of the idea behind the direct conversation um, is, well, here it is. Currently, you are not invited because of venue capacity limitations and budget. However, if our RSVPs come back, then of course we would love to have you at the wedding. Now this kind of circles back to our B list, if you guys recall from our guest list episode. And if you can have candid conversations and that person understands where you're coming from and doesn't feel like a B lister, I think that's totally fine to tell them that. You know your people the best, so you have to pick and choose those conversations. Yeah. I would probably steer clear of that conversation for the most part, of course, like we said, exceptions to every rule. The other type of direct conversation you might have to have with somebody is if they start to guilt trip you. Personal and professional experience has taught me that some people feel entitled to an invitation to your wedding, and you have to hold on to the fact that, first of all, Nobody is entitled to an invitation to your wedding. And second of all, you and your fiance have decided the guest list together. That's an assumption that I'm going to make. That's also a recommendation that I'm going to make. Decide the guest list together. Draw your boundaries together. Great practice for marriage, actually. Yes, that is such a great point as well. Um, and I also want to piggyback there and add in, if you are not planning on inviting certain people to your wedding, Keep your wedding conversations around them to a minimum. Yes, absolutely. So if somebody starts guilt tripping you about why they are not invited to your wedding, if they start using any kind of manipulation tactic at all, that should actually tell you that you're making the right decision, not inviting them. Stick to your boundaries. If somebody is going to manipulate you to get an invitation to your wedding, you do not want that train wreck at your wedding in the first place. Okay. <gasps> I get really protective over our listeners because I just, weddings are so beautiful and wonderful and they bring up all of these emotions and, you know, family drama and dynamics and issues and things like that. And I just, I really do want the best for every single person listening. Y'all, we care about you so much. That's actually why we do what we do. Somebody is going to guilt trip you. I'm so sorry that that's going to happen. That tells you they are not worth your invitation in the first place. Yes. Here I am clapping, trying to. <laughs> um, that's such great information. And y'all um, keep listening to our podcast in the future. We have a full month of boundary episodes coming up. Really excited for y'all to listen to those because this conversation we're having today is really setting boundaries for people who are not invited or it can be we can also go through an entire episode of how to let people know kids are not invited and guess what we've already done it we're gonna link that one in the show notes so if you're having an issue or if you're questioning how to let everyone know this is an adult only event 
go ahead and check that episode out. One of our most listened to of all time, actually. It's a pretty good one. I know we link it all the time, but it's in the wedding industry and in modern weddings. It's a pretty hot topic. So we're happy to walk you through that. It's our job. It's what we do. Y'all, we are super excited to continue our series of giving you two episodes a week. Remember that Friday's episode is a real question from a real bride, and we are so excited to hear your thoughts. Also, if you have thoughts on any of our episodes, you can always send us a message to atoastevents at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram at atoastevents. Also, while you're at it, hit that subscribe button for us. If you're getting any value out of these episodes, then please share them with your fellow brides, share them with your friends, and do us the favor of bumping us up in the algorithm by hitting subscribe. Remember, above all, that engagement is supposed to be enjoyed and wedding planning is supposed to be fun. If it's not, let us help you. Until next time, happy planning.